Jumbo Victor. I see that Ghana's President Nana uh, Adu Akafu Adu cuts the sod for the DEK, a DEK rather, vaccine manufacturing factory. Zori, uh, this is a, this is a, the trend that you're going to find in in Africa, particularly, and with the jolting coming from the the coronavirus, you're going to see a lot of factories being built. I'm sure we had some here in South Africa, but this is expected to manufacture 600 million doses of vaccines every year. It's a small five million euro investment with the European Investment Bank backing it up. And, and it's not surprising because the, the pharmaceuticals are mainly European and American, but it's to, to manufacture vaccines, including those for HPV, which is a sexually transmitted infection, and malaria, and, and a whole lot of other things. So let's see how it goes, but it's going to be the trend because World Health Organization is focusing on emerging markets or emerging economies where the burden of disease is high and the uptake of vaccines is still very low. And then when we look at Kenya, Kenya and Rwanda agree on on 10 areas of cooperation. It's not surprising because, you know, President William Ruto is mindful of the fact that Kigali particularly and Rwanda as a country offer a lot of opportunity for growth. Coming from the genocide in 1994, Rwanda has grown a great deal in just attracting investment, growing tourism, which is also a mainstay, the mainstay of the, the Kenyan economy. So they are cooperating on ICT in two areas where they are already very advanced in Africa, but that's what happens when you're advanced, you want to stay ahead. In education, in youth development, Rwanda is very big on youth development. Most of his ministers are under the age of 35 now, and therefore they are collaborating. But most of all for Rwanda, which is a landlocked country, it is building the relationship with, with Kenya, which has the coastal city of Mombasa to direct its traffic both inbound and outbound for trade. And staying in Kenya, Nairobi has been ranked the fourth richest African city, 74th globally. <laughs> yeah, now this, this was shocking even to me because Henley and Partner, which, which tracks the, the habits of millionaires and centi-billion millionaires in, in, in 97 countries or so, found that in, in Africa, the world's richest, the, the richest cities are Cape Town, I mean, not Cape Town, Cairo in Egypt, followed by Cape Town, then Lagos in Nigeria, and then the fourth is Nairobi. But the, the growth of millionaires, of high net worth individuals, these are people with, who can define them as people with $1 million in invest, in liquid assets or $10 million in investable assets. They grew by 30%. And Mombasa in Kenya is also that, that far behind, growing by 35%. But it just tells you that the, the cities or countries where people are encouraged to invest in return for citizenship are going to be growing their high net worth individuals because the top 10 cities in the world all have programs that encourage investors in return for citizenship. The rich is still in New York, of course, followed by Tokyo in Japan and Singapore and Hong Kong and Sydney in Australia. But let's see how far Nairobi can go. And it tells you a lot about Johannesburg. And look at our immigration policies and you'll understand why. Maybe we are not going to be leading in these stakes.